This podcast is for professional voice teachers to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want. I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hey, 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 voice teacher. Welcome to another episode. I am always so happy to be bringing you these episodes, even when, even if and when, they are challenging topics um, like this one. So, okay, let's just sort of set the stage here because I want to ask how you're feeling right now. And maybe you're feeling great. Maybe you clicked on this and you just want to like hear about it, but if this topic of letting go of students is relevant for you right now in your life, I just want to acknowledge where you're at because it is not fun. It is not fun. In fact, it's heart-wrenching to have to let go of students. And let's even back that phrase up a little bit, back that phrase up and not even thinking about letting them go, but just like how heart wrenching it is to have struggles and frustrations and challenges with your clients. I mean, this could be parents, this could be students. A lot of the time it's the parents, let's be real. And oh my gosh, it just, I remember like feeling like, (laughs) Oh, I want to say like a really profane phrase right now, but I'm not going to. (laughs) Um, But I would feel as if there is this really intense churning in my stomach whenever I would have like some sort of thing with a parent client. And oh my gosh, the amount of things like Seriously, I have been through it all. I have been almost sued. I've been like called out and yelled at and just had lawyers involved. Like I've had shit happen. And every time this happens, it is the worst fucking feeling ever. It's like it feels like there's a pit in your stomach and it can be heart-wrenching. And I just want to meet you where you're at if you're feeling this way. If there is something that is kind of blowing up in your life, maybe it's a small blow-up, maybe it's a big blow-up, but it's happening in your life and your business specifically, like with a client, I, um, I understand how hard that is. So I just want to meet you where you're at. If you're not feeling that way, if you're just kind of like, more in the whole, I'm feeling drained, I'm feeling a little more just bleh, like about students, not necessarily that something's blowing up per se. (laughs) This is still a cue for you. This is still your body telling you that something is not quite in alignment here. And that's actually like kind of where I want to start, which is that How you feel before and after a lesson is your body's way of telling you if that student is in alignment for you or not. And I've said that once and I'll say it again because it is part of attracting your ideal students, but we're not even necessarily thinking about it like that as much as we are just what we are doing with the students right now. Like, what are you doing with your roster 
right now. If there are students who are in your studio that you're like, oh, and you'll know because you're thinking of them right now. (laughs) You might be listening to this and visualizing a student in your studio that you don't really love teaching, right? So if you're not quite sure, a really good scale, something that would help me a lot, like a spectrum of this, is just thinking about it from one to 10, right? One being your crappiest student ever, and then 10 being your most ideal. And so if your student is a seven or a higher, I like living by the seven or higher rule, then that's awesome. If they're a seven or lower, or just if you're like, no, I don't really want to teach them. I don't even need a scale. I just know I don't want to teach them. Then I want to ask you to be honest with yourself. Okay. Let's get honest with yourself and ask yourself this one question. Why haven't you let them go yet? It usually comes down to one of two things. The first being money, (laughs) scarcity, aka scarcity, but we'll talk about that in a second. And the other one is maybe you have a network guilt. Like maybe you're afraid that you know, if you let this student go, it's going to impact your network and your reputation. And there's some sort of connection there, right? So that's usually what it comes down to. It's a money and scarcity mindset thing, or there's some guilt or um, fear, I guess is a better word around it destroying your reputation. Okay. These are two very, very valid reasons, right? Totally valid but you can see already the kind of bullshit with them, right? Like there is this, I don't know. It's like everybody has limiting beliefs. We all have stuff. We all have our stuff. And to me, these things are like our red flags that show us that we have stuff that we need to work through. And that's totally normal. So for me personally, I struggled more with the money element, and that's because of my whole story with money mindset and how I grew up and yada, yada, yada. But it essentially came down to like, I had this fear of letting students go because I was afraid that I would just lose the money and I wouldn't make it back. And then when I really started to examine that belief, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I have this fear that I won't make it back. But how many times have I proven to myself that I do make it back? I always figure it out. There are always, you know, people who come in anytime I let students go, there is abundance to be had and yada, yada, yada. So just know that chances are you are feeling guilt or fear or anything that is paralyzing you from letting that particular student go for a very valid, justified reason, but that's also kind of bullshit. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So I just wanted to, I don't know, call it for what it is. Call a spade for spade. Is that what that phrase is? I hope I got that cliche right. I'm really bad at those. So here is something that might help you, and it definitely helps me, especially when I am personally feeling that scarcity mindset or that guilt or any of that type of stuff, is creating a mantra, of course, right? Creating a mantra or an affirmation or some sort of lesson within all of this. So here is one that I love using for myself. Maybe you'll resonate with it too. Anytime that you want to let a student go, Think about it like this. 
I am letting this student go so that they can find a better teacher. Say that with me. I am letting this student go so that they can find a better teacher. Right. Here's the next one. I am letting this student go so that I can make space for a more aligned student to come in. I'm letting this student go so that I can make space for a more aligned student to come in. I hope you said it with me. Otherwise, I was just saying that to myself. No, I wasn't really saying that just to myself. It is important to hear these things and resonate with these things because this is where the magic happens, is reminding yourself of this. This is not meant for you to feel guilty. You should never feel guilty for setting a boundary. It doesn't matter what the boundary is, or even why you're setting it in the first place. You are a human being, and therefore, if something doesn't feel right, that is the only reason that you need, period. Now, I know what you're thinking, but how do I explain it to them? I can't just say that. (laughs) I know. And if you're anything like me, that's not just your reason. You need to have more reasons. You like to justify things. You want to make sure that you're doing things for the right quote unquote reason. So you got your reasons. Yeah. Here's the thing, my friend, just because you have your reasons or maybe you don't, whatever does not mean you have to explain that to them. That's what's so nice. You don't have to explain why you are letting them go. You can keep it open-ended and you can actually let them come to you if they want to know why you let them go. Um, So what I usually do is, and I have a whole template for this on my Instagram reel. So if you have Instagram, go check it out. It's literally called what to say when you need to say no to a student or let a student go. I can't remember exactly the title, but it's something along those lines. But anyway, basically what you just want to say at the end is if you want to know more about my decision, let me know and I'd be happy to discuss it with you further. And that's it. You don't have to go into details as to why, you know, so-and-so didn't practice and that one time you didn't pay me and blah, blah, blah. I mean, unless you need to for your own closure, that's fine too. But you don't have to is what I'm saying. You can just let them go. You can just say something as simple as, at this time, I am no longer available to teach so-and-so. That's it. You are no longer available. Now, of course, the loving thing to do is to refer them to a different teacher because that does help support them and it shows that you care about them. You don't have to, but I highly recommend doing that because it's just a nice gesture. And that's it, my friend. That's literally how you let them go. Now, the last component, of course, is the emotional side of this. We did talk about how, you know, it's important to be aware that oftentimes we are afraid of letting students go because of our scarcity mindset and because of some toxic, deep-rooted, totally not real and the distorted reality of what guilt is. Really what this is, though, is also practicing being open to what is going to come in. Practicing being trusting that the universe will give you more aligned students, right? Like saying no is a gesture to your own self-respect, your own self-love, your own faith, your own courage. You are literally saying yes to the universe that, you know what? I 
give a shit about myself. <laughs> I give a shit about myself so much that I am going to do the hard thing of letting this student go. And I trust that I am going to get a more aligned, if not perfect student to come and replace that old one. And when you have that approach of belief and trust and openness, it's just like, I'm like, I'm like laughing because there are just so many times I could literally write a book of the amount of times, at least in my life. And also when teachers DM me this, the magic that happens immediately, it is like crazy. You will not only get, you know, what you asked for, you will get more than what you asked for in the most amazing way that you could never have pictured for yourself. Like this is just how life works. So let letting students go be a beautiful transition, a beautiful rite of passage. Let it be something that allows you more trust and openness and alignment, right? Like that's what we are going for. So I just, uh, I hope that you can let go of the shame and the guilt and the fear that comes with letting students go and know that this is a very empowered decision as a business owner, as a teacher, as somebody who gives a shit about filling up your own cup. This is how you do that. This is part of that self-respect. So do it <laughs> with love with love, with love. One of my favorite things to do is to let people go with loving detachment. I learned that from my therapist when I was 23 years old and I will never forget it. Loving detachment, my friend, that is what we are going for. We are lovingly detaching <laughs> from the things that no longer serve us like those non-ideal students. Alrighty. I hope that this was helpful for you. You know that I am always sending you so much love. I am so with you in all of this. And if there are any things that you want covered on the podcast, be sure to pop that inside of the Aligned Voice Teachers Facebook group. That is a free community. It is super awesome. And all you have to do is post hashtag question, and it could very well be its own podcast episode. And of course, as you know, the Voicepreneur program is open, but if you don't know, go and check it out. It is so awesome. It really is the place to be if you are a voice teacher that wants to break out of the one-on-one -on -one lesson model and start making income from your other cool teaching ideas. Yes, we are going to sell those things. It could be a program. It could be warm-up tracks. It could be whatever you want. So if that is you, go and check it out and go check out the free training on how to build passive income so that you know exactly what that system looks like and really what I'm all about. <laughs> all right, love, have a wonderful rest of your day. I certainly hope that you will be brave and courageous and stay in your alignment because that is how you're going to flourish as a teacher, as a business owner, and as a leader. I hope that you have a lovely rest of your day and I will catch you in the next episode.